Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Let's talk about the best friend we'll ever have. The late Jonathan Oatman Jr. penned the hymn in 1922, I'll Be a Friend to Jesus. Are you a friend to Jesus? Thank you to our J-Web and greetings, everyone. Let's think today about friendship with Jesus. To his apostles in John 15, beginning with verse 12, Jesus said, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Again from John 15, verses 12 through 14. Jesus instructing his apostles and the teaching would be as valuable and as valued as it can ever be to this day. Love one another. He wanted the apostles to love one another, and then he gave the explanation, Love one another as I have loved you. Jesus said, I will lay down my life for you, and greater love hath no man than this. It's the death of Jesus Christ upon the cross that is reflected in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus said when he would lay down his life for his friends, then he also brought in a stipulation there, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. We will be a friend to Jesus when we carry forth his commands and his will. Again, let's talk about the best friend we'll ever have. The late Jonathan Oakman Jr. penned the hymn in 1922, I'll be a friend to Jesus. Are you a friend to Jesus, dear friend? Let's look at the qualities of friendship that one should have for Jesus Christ in our broadcast today. We'll begin that in a moment, but first, R.J. Webb wants to share a few things with us about our broadcast here on the International Gospel Hour. The International Gospel Hour has been heard over the airwaves since 1934. During all this time, we've been blessed to be on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plead for all to carry forth the words of Jesus to search the Scriptures, John 5.39 and we do so with the aim of the words of Peter in 2 Peter 3.18 to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you so, so much for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. They tried my Lord and Master with no one to defend. Within the halls of Pilate, he stood without a friend. That's the first stanza of the hymn, I'll Be a Friend to Jesus. Number one, 
I'll be a friend of Jesus because he paid the price for me. You know, although he was standing without a friend in the halls of Pilate, yet he was the greatest friend they never knew they had. You know, Romans 3.23 teaches that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we must realize that the sinner has no greater friend than Jesus. Why, in Matthew 11 and verse 19, the enemies reviled him as a friend to publicans and sinners. When you think about in that day and age, the publican, the tax collector, and even the sinners in that age and this day, we understand how the enemies would revile him as one who would be a friend to them because Jesus gave them hope. And as a friend to the sinner, we find reflected from Proverbs 17:17, where a friend loves at all times, indeed Jesus loves at all times. When Jesus paid the price for you and I, He did the will of the Father. His prayer in the garden in Matthew 26, verses 36-46, through 46, reflected Jesus' desire to do the will of the Father. Father, if it be Thy will, let this cup pass from Me. Not My will, but Thy will be done. And in John 4.34, while walking upon this earth, Jesus said, My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me, and to finish His work. Indeed, my friends, when Jesus came to this earth, He served, and when He died upon the cross, was buried and resurrected, He finished the work that God sent Him to do. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 3 plainly states that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. He paid the price for you and I, dear friend. And will we be a friend to Jesus? Will we be, as Jesus said in John 15:14, You are my friends if you do what I command you. Jesus stood in those halls of Pilate without a friend. He bore with it for you and I. Number two, back to the hymn. The world may turn against him. I'll love him to the end, and while on earth I'm living, my Lord shall have a friend. Now keep in mind from our lesson text of John 15, as we note, I'll be a friend to Jesus because he first loved me. I'll love him to the end. While the world may turn against him, you and I must love and serve Christ. Again, back to John 15 and verse 13, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. When I think of the great love of God, and I think of John 15:13, and then, of course, as we go over to John 3 and verse 16 of Him giving His Son for us, how in the chapter of John, or first John, rather, chapter 4, that God is love, and we see that beautiful teaching therein, I look further and find that the great love of God will grant a comforting love. In Psalm 23, we're reminded how that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy love and thy staff, or thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Again, Psalm 23, 4. The blessing of that assurance of Christ or God, the Lord, is our shepherd. Now, I heard it said one time, uh, he's not your shepherd if you're not a sheep, and that's good thought. 
How about the great love that extends to everyone as one who is lowly in heart? That's Jesus Christ in Matthew eleven twenty nine. his great invitation. When he bids individuals to come unto him, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, you have worked toward exhaustion. The weight of the world is upon you, but know that I can give you rest. I want you to take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. Now someone may say, well, if I take your yoke upon me, then that's going to add to my load. But what we forget is when we take the lo- the yoke of Christ upon us, rather, when we take the yoke of Christ upon us, it then he takes our load and lightens it upon himself. And that we are able to take the yoke of Christ upon us and learn of him. You see, when we take the yoke and we begin to learn of Christ, all those things that have weighed us down, we realize that they can be discontinued and removed from our lives as we learn more of Christ. And, of course, when we think of the great love that Jesus even expressed to little children in Matthew nine thirteen through 15, can there be any other conclusion than 1 John four nineteen? We love him because he first loved us. And while on earth we are living, we need to tell Jesus and let him see in our lives that he has a friend. Through his love for us, he grants a victory for all that will in turn love and obey him. Let's study more about our Christ and the victory we have in Jesus. And we have a very special study, again absolutely free, that our J. Webb will tell us about. Kind listeners, would you love to know more about Jesus? To know more of the victory one has in Christ? We have a special study in one booklet called Victory in Jesus, and it is absolutely free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. To all who need a Savior, my friend, I recommend, because he brought salvation, is why I am his friend. Stanza three of, I'll be a friend to Jesus. And dear friends, I'll be a friend to Jesus because he brought the only salvation. Let the Bible speak. In Acts 4 and verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. He is the only Redeemer, as affirmed in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, and no other blood could redeem us but the blood of Christ, Hebrews 10 and verse 4. He is our Advocate, 1 John 2 and verse 1. He is Jesus Christ the righteous, and He advocates on behalf of those that are obedient unto Him. He is our intercessor, our go-between, as we see in Hebrews 7 and verse 25. And Christ is between us and God, as our mediator and our intercessor. Again, 1 Peter chapter, or rather 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, and Hebrews 7, verse 25. He gave us the gift of life. In Romans 6 and verse 23, the gift of God is eternal life, and while this gift is free... 
Just like all gifts, it must be accepted. Imagine a gift coming to your door, and you must sign for it and accept it, but you refuse. Jesus is the best friend we'll ever have, dear friends. He has brought salvation, and we must accept it through simple faith. To change our hearts in repentance, confessing unto salvation Jesus Christ, and then we are buried with Him in baptism for those sins to be forgiven. To God be the glory. Let us be a friend to Jesus. I'm Jeff Archie. Thanks for joining me today. And dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to or to other lessons in this series by going to the media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,